When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I didn't have a relationship with my mom. Yeah. Um, I remember her being in my childhood, like, around daycare years. I remember us going to the store. I would spend the night with her or whatever. Yeah. But after that, like, elementary school and on, like, I just wouldn't see her anymore, right? I feel like that kind of put a wound in me, you know, seeing everybody with their mom and stuff like that and not being able to have that own mommy-daughter relationship. I used to, like, just be so hurt that I couldn't do anything about this like mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do to have this relationship with her and now that I look back I feel like I would subconsciously push people away since my mm. mom was far away from me and I couldn't do anything about that you. anytime I'm hurt I'm like okay she's distant and I can't do anything about this so now whenever I'm in this friendship and I feel hurt I push you away I would have so many on and off friendships. Yeah. On and off friendships. And it's because I, I keep pushing them away. Every time they do something, I'm pushing them away, pushing them away. But now I realize internally it was because of the wound with me and my mom. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Travion. Hey, y'all. I'm Jada. Hey, y'all. I'm CEO, Sean. I'm Yanni. And we are back. We're about to get into yes. something real, real deep. Real deep. Real deep. So I hope y'all ready because... Um, it's gonna get sad. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> get to have a session. Get your ice cream. Yeah. Get, your ice, get cream. your ice cream. Not the get ice cream. Get your popcorn. Are you tired of living life the wrong way? <laughs> Do you feel like you need to get your life together? Well, here on this podcast, we're about to get it. Yeah. Side effects may include listening to this podcast and taking very good notes. <laughs> right, literally. <laughs> and even life changing results. <laughs> right. We need to put this episode in black and white. We definitely should. Right. Exactly. Put the side music, get it going. Y'all remember the uh, in the arms? Oh, oh yeah. Facts, yeah. Oh, yeah. But this podcast is definitely going to be touching on some uh, pretty deep stuff, though. But we don't want it to necessarily be like a real sad thing for you guys. We just want y'all to just just go with us, you know, just ride with us. So then you can like, again, like it's not we're going to go down, but we're going to go up again. So I feel like um, 
all of us have like lived different lives, experienced different things. Facts. Mm-hmm. So there could be things that each of us have been through that may be helpful for whoever's watching. So yeah. yeah. Like, so you're real vulnerable or whatever. So yeah. Never know what may resonate Facts. with somebody. So hopefully this does truly help you. Um yeah, enough talking. So I'll go with like um my state of mind and where I was when, you know, I started like, you know, feeling depressed and like feeling in a rut. So like for me, it was more so like 2019. That's like when things really started like piling up. I don't know. I feel like like around that time I was like 15, 16. So like you start like the stuff from like your childhood start to like be presented in your face. Like you start to realize like, Oh, like this really affects me and all of that stuff. So it's like, I don't know that happened. And then even during that time, like, the house that like me and my family we lived in, it was like I went to school one day and we came back and we couldn't go back home. Like mm. we couldn't go back to that house. They locked the door. And yeah, so then we just had to go to a hotel and it was just a drastic shift. And I really loved that like place. Um yeah. and it was just like dang, like we can't go back. Yeah. And of course we were able to like eventually get our stuff out and everything, but yeah, like that's when um we had to basically downsize and pretty much get the like the place that we had it was like nice and big but we had this uh, we had to downsize to another place that was similar like it had the same floor floors and like the same setup it was just a smaller like condensed place like a town home in a sense i would say because all the houses were connected um and yeah like i just slowly started you know getting a little depressed like i started like like this is this is hard for me to say but like eventually over time i started to not see myself living past like 21 Mm. like i was like yeah i don't i couldn't even see myself past that moment of that time i was just like like this is over like this is over for me um yeah and we could get more into it like i I want y'all to share y'all parts as well i got something to say to that sometimes those moments that feel like it's over Mm -hmm. it's just the beginning yeah Mm. like because i have so many moments in my life where i'm at my breaking point, I feel like giving up. It's over. I don't see how this is going to work out. And then it ends up working out. And on the flip side, my life ends up elevating and becoming better. So but let's talk about that, though, because, again, somebody's probably thinking the same thing as you. Like, man, I'm going through um, a depressed time. Even I was at a point where I literally I couldn't even see past not even 21, like past the age that I was at. at yeah, the time. Same. Like, I just couldn't see past that. Like, forget like older. It's like, all right, right now, I don't even want to be here. So, like, what would you like? What do you think was the cause of you not wanting or not wanting to or being able to see past that age? Um, I would say in that moment, it was just more so of like all my past trauma, like coming up. And we could talk about that, like in the future of like you know parents and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all that stuff. But more so, just like a lot of my past coming up, past things that occurred at home not at home but like just in my space like in my space like just things that i've allowed to like pile up like my father um my dad my biological dad um and the reason why i say my biological dad is because i call my stepfather father yeah Um, so and Mm. like he has a a thing about that of like you know he's like a father is someone like who's there you know they show up all that stuff so like i make sure to differentiate the two facts yeah um so yeah I would I would say like my my childhood that drastic change of like you going to like you going to school and you coming back and then 
you can't go back to home to your crib like what yeah. and I, I really like that house that's where i started like my youtube channel that's where i started like you know becoming like a full-time entrepreneur yeah. and stuff like that so it was like it was just a drastic change really quick like it slapped me right in my face and i'm like dang like yo like this is crazy and then we had to move to the other house we were in the hotel for like some weeks it's, it's even on my youtube channel but with me i'm like so like closed off and that time i was just trying to like find a way to like laugh it like laugh mm -hmm. through it or like yeah. get through it make a joke you know about it like it's on my youtube channel i posted it on my birthday of like that year like yeah. 2019 and yeah it was like i i was my past was coming up and just that and like it just slowly started getting worse and worse like i started like just feeling like in a very sunken well, place and it yeah. went on for years so from 2019 all the way up until 2022 like november 2022 is how long i was dealing with that and like self-sabotaging myself all of that stuff like it was just like piling up over yeah. it like repeated like it kept going it kept going yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy how long you can stay um in a low place i feel like for me um had like a few like really low low moments. Mm -hmm. Um, one the first one was when my aunt died. Uh, mine's the reason I became a designer. Like she sold, so that was like my biggest inspiration. And uh, cancer it runs in my dad's side of the family. So like literally everybody, my grandmother, my grandfather, my great grandfather, my aunt, like everybody gets cancer. Um, and so I remember when she was sick. Um. We had made a pillow, like, right before she had died. Mm -hmm. um, or, like, right before she got really sick, and we sewed the J on backwards. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, when I get better again, like, we'll fix the J. We'll sew it on the right way. But she never ended up getting better. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so when she died, that, like, really hurt because um, even now, every time I hit a new milestone, it's like, dang, she would be so proud of me. Like, everyone in my family tells me, you remind me so much of your aunt, like, just uh like even like down to how we look us both loving fashion like designing all of that stuff like you remind me so much of your aunt and i just wish like dang like she could have been like my mentor or something like the person i call yeah. like right now yeah um and so that was like a little moment um and then the other two when i was uh in high school I my first love he had died um he drowned uh he was off in college and I was still in high school, but um, that was the first time I felt like real heartbreak. Like I physically felt my heart broken. Like I was at dance practice when I found out. Yeah. And so I remember like um, me and my friend, uh, my friend that told me he died. I always get on her about how she told me because it was so terrible. It was like, yeah, so... DJ died. It was like it wasn't Casual. like a it wasn't like yeah. a but she 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 didn't know how to say it. But it wasn't like a let me walk you into something, like walk you yeah. into this. It was like, yeah, DJ died. And I was just like, what? And I couldn't believe it, but then like I just ran off and then um like they found me, the coaches or whatever, and they were like asking me questions and I just busted out crying and I was like crying for like a good couple hours. Like they took me into like the coach's office and put me on the couch and I just sat there balled up like fist. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply balled up like like my heart was literally like broken and that was like something like really really hard uh for me to deal with like those two losses like have impacted me the most just because um he was so young like only like 18 I think Mm -hmm. and so it's just like dang like you know like his life had barely even started um and then the I'll say like the last thing that like kind of brought me really low. Um, after I got saved, I felt like uh, back in 2019, I felt like I developed like this fragile mind. It was almost like any little thing could happen and I just break. Mm. And it was just like, I'm trying to be productive, trying to like be on my stuff. Mm-hmm. And something happens and all that productive stuff go out the window. Like I would just sink in sadness and it just used to be like, and I knew I used to choose choose it. It was like I could see myself like, it's like you have a choice. Like, okay, you could choose to stay in this sadness and how you feel, or you could choose to like do something about it. But yeah. I always choose to stay sad, and I would just have like all this negative, like these negative thoughts like, oh, like you suck, or you're ugly, or you're not talented, you're not good enough, like you ain't doing nothing, you're like not, you're like all this stuff. And so I just used to battle my thoughts so much for a really, really, really long time Um, until I finally, like, was able to come out of that, like, at the end Mm -hmm. of last year. Um, And so, but I kept dealing with that, like, for a while, like, on and off. Like, um, it felt like I couldn't go a couple of weeks, like, of just being happy. But now, like I could say, the past six months is like the longest I've been happy and not saying like things have not happened to like throw me off but I bounce back now like my recovery yeah. time is quick like okay I love I allow myself to be sad the rest of the day but I'm good by the next day um and so that's those have been like some of like the biggest like moments I feel like to affect me and it's still like more stuff. Yeah. It's really more stuff, but um definitely like those are the biggest. I felt me. that yeah. negative self talk like yeah. yeah. That negative self talk be yeah. like for real for real. It brings you down, literally. Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. And then depending on what you're telling yourself, it's like the enemy will plant a lie in your mind. And then you believe it and you start repeating it to yourself and then you start walking into that. Mm -hmm. You start walking as if you're that lie. You start to Mm -hmm. believe and act as if you're that lie. And then next thing you know, it becomes your lifestyle. You're you're, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, I've definitely dealt with that. But um, I'm trying to think hard season, a hard season I've dealt with is like when I was younger. I used to have really bad skin. Um, I had eczema, which is a skin condition. And I used to be so depressed about it because it's like I couldn't do um, 
I couldn't do cheer because I was insecure. I couldn't do the volleyball. I couldn't go to the pool with my friends. I couldn't yeah. go out with my friends. I couldn't do, you know, my friends, oh, come do this. And it's like summertime, but it's like I'm insecure. I don't really want to go out like that. Um, that, and I would have a lot of seasons like that when I was younger. Um, and those would be really hard for me. Like, it would be so hard for me to get out of bed or go to the store or go to the kitchen. Like, cause it's like, I'm so like insecure and upset yeah. with how I am. It's like all my friends are out here living their best life, but I'm here dealing with this, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because it's like, you know, I'm trying this, trying this, trying this. Nothing's working out, you know? Yeah. So that's something I dealt with a lot growing up. Praise God that clear now. Um, <laughs> yeah, real clear. Real clear. <laughs> Praise God. For sure. um, yeah. Veganism. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then something else. I, for some reason, I don't know if it's just me, but my birthdays be so sad. <laughs> really? Yes. Like every year on my birthday, bro, I am sad. And I think it's because I had a, a lot of bad experiences on my birthday, mm -hmm. whether it's like, you know, me and my mom don't really have a relationship. So whether it's like her not really calling me or, mm. um, you know, it's just a lot of like if I look back on my birthdays, I have more sad experiences than happy experiences oh, which yeah. is really weird so it's like now every year on my birthday it's like i've been disappointed so many times when my birthday comes all my friends are oh it's your birthday it's your birthday i'm just like yeah you know because it's mm -hmm. like i'm carrying past the weight on me yeah subconsciously you know and then it's like you know you're supposed to be happy it's your birthday and it's like i know this mm -hmm. yeah. but i can't control what i feel you yeah. know yeah and it's like it's crazy so that's something I struggle with. Birthday depression, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. Um, but I try to keep my mind in a positive space because at the end of the day, it is my birthday, and God has gave me, um, God has blessed me and been gracious enough for me to even live to see another birthday. So I'm not going to let my emotion just hold me down yeah. to the yeah. point where I'm just sitting in my room all day because then it's like, okay, God's just like, okay, I know you're feeling this way, but it's like I still gave you your birthday, you know, so – I try mm -hmm. to yeah. ignore the feeling and tell myself the truth, but it's like the feeling still weighs on me. So yeah. I definitely feel that. Yeah. Um, that's actually really true. Cause I actually, I think for my, it was recently for my 20th, I kind of felt that way a little bit, not depressed more so, but more so like I set expectations for myself that I didn't reach. And I equivalented that to I'm older and I kind of, it's basically like missing an assignment. Like it's due at 1159. I submitted it at 1201. So, I mean, I just failed the assignment pretty much. That's what, that, what I kind of equated it to. Um, but I, it wasn't, I wasn't tripping that much on my birthday, but um, I think it was more so when I was in, it wasn't, it was like middle school. I think middle school was my worst period. Well, no, it was start of elementary school and then it kind of transitioned into middle school and I was good. That was a decent, kid um up until like fifth sixth grade because that's when I was about 11 like 10 11 years old mm -hmm. and I had lost my sister at the time um and she was five about to turn six in December like she lost her life in December but her birthday was in December so she didn't even make it to six and I didn't even I was at an age where I was just like I couldn't comprehend death like that mm -hmm. and I didn't kind of I didn't even want to go to the funeral so I even told my mom like I don't want to go to the funeral um because i didn't want to see her that way um but i kind of regret it because it's like i kind of do want to see her like yeah at least one last time but i mean that's i mean 
she listened, but you know. So after that situation, I kind of built up like a resentment towards the world because mm-hmm. it was like it. Because again, like even back then, like even now, I'm very like a y'all know I'm a very logical person. Mm-hmm. So back then, I was logical too. So it was like, well, logically speaking, like if someone dies or if you take somebody's life, it shouldn't at least make sense. Like if they maybe kill somebody, if they break a law, that's really, really, really bad, or they something really bad. And I'm like. My sister was the farthest from doing anything bad or anything. Like, she was always genuinely happy. Um, she was just, like, a very vibrant spirit. Like, Jada, I've been told you, like, she has a very vibrant spirit like you do. Like, you and Yanni, y'all very, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she, like, when she was literally in the hospital bed, tubes literally in her stomach because she had stomach cancer, she was, I saw, um, I was showed a picture. I think my grandma showed me a picture. She was smiling in the picture. Like, Aww. still with that she stuff going on. She, she was still smiling. Mm-hmm. So... I just kind of looked at that like um, I just kind of blamed the world because it was like why it it didn't make sense why God would take yeah. her away. So I was kind of like I was kind of in a way like I was torn because it's like I, I resented God for that a little bit because it was like I didn't understand like why did you like there was no logical reason behind taking her away. So. I didn't, but because it was like uh, because I was still like Christian, so I didn't I still believed in God. So it was like. I was kind of in this place where it was like, all right, I'm not going to blame God, but I'm going to blame everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to blame the world for this happening. Cause like yeah. it's, you know, the cancer is like a disease of this world anyway. So I just blame the world for it. So I took that on on again. Like that's when I actually started getting into like fights. That's when I started getting in trouble. Um, I started, I, I stopped pulling my punches. I stopped pulling what I wanted to say, what I wanted to do. Um, I kind of got outspoken and I kind of built up a lot of enemies, like a lot of them, like no one liked me. I was very annoying. Um, and at first I was, again, I was blaming everybody else. It was everybody else's issue. It was never mine because the world was always against me. And again, I always got punished for it. Like I told y'all, like I missed out on like my childhood best friend's birthdays, all their birthdays and stuff like that. The parties, I never went to most of them most of the time because I was always in trouble. I was always just doing something wrong or just going against something, the grain. Um, and it wasn't, and I, and then I got to a point where I started realizing, I think it was when I got to high school, it was ninth grade and I went to a private school at the time and private school is so funny. Cause you can't, when you get into a fight at a private school, it's like you get expelled immediately. If you get into a fight, it was a Christian one too. I got in like five, six fights there mm-hmm. and I still yeah. stay. It was crazy. Like, it was, I always found confrontation. Like, I, conversation always found me from just different groups and stuff like that. And at the time, I still, like, I barely had, like, I had a couple, a handful of friends, but they never really went to my school like that. Um, I never had, like, like, again, close friends, best friends, stuff like that, people I can count on, No, never dated like then, back then. Um, and eventually, I started getting into it closer to 10th grade. And then before I got to 10th grade, I had to literally look in the mirror like, yo, you and I, it was for out, like a few hours just staring at myself like you need to fix this because yeah. it's three different like because again I was still logical if you was at a, school A school B and school C and completely different people at those school but I'm still having the same problems the only thing that's consistent mm-hmm. is me yeah. <laughs> in those three yeah. different schools and the, everybody's not the same so it's like it has to be me um, so then I just started kind of working on that but then I created like I don't know if I created a facade where it was like I was just this genuinely cool guy, but I kind of just flipped the switch and I was just like, all right, 
I'm going to make sure I get on everyone's good side. Hold on one second real quick. Don't skip this. I got some important news for you. This is your boy CEO of Sean. And I need you guys to check out the audio. We are on Spotify. We on Apple Music. And we on Apple Podcasts. You can't miss out on the audio. Listen to how I sound right now. You definitely can't miss out on the end. Don't forget, make sure you check out the merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Definitely get you some social proof merch. Make sure you in the right attire so you can be flyer. Now back to the podcast episode. Mm -hmm. So that's when I learned how to start sacrificing my peace for other people. Yeah. So I was I wasn't getting external like I wasn't getting external crap from most people, but at the same time I wasn't building enemies. So like at the same time I wasn't getting in trouble as much. It was mainly just, you know, doing my chores and stuff like that at home. But I stopped, I started caring about what other people think and then making sure that I appear a certain way to them. And I got to a place, I think some, one of my, this was towards my end of the year. This, this is what, this is what like was the triggering point for me to be an entrepreneur. Uh, one of my best friends that I had there, like, and to all my, to, to all the girls like that I've. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I've been friends with y'all know like I be putting y'all first like most of the time I be putting y'all like first because you know just being a gentleman and stuff like that but I put her first in a lot of different situations and we was close for like two three years and let's just say like long story short but she we ended up see long story short she ended up essentially putting me in a predicament where I have to deal with like another guy that she was especially messing with pretty much. And she ended up lying to the guy, all the other stuff. And then obviously again, me being logical, me being analytical, remember everything. I obviously disproved that, but she completely did a whole 180 and just completely switched. But at the time I was always, because I had programmed myself to always figure out what was the problem that I was causing because I was always causing a problem before the situ one situation where I didn't have anything to do with it at all, I still blame myself. Yeah. yeah. Like I like even my it was so crazy because you know, black parents, y'all already know. Like if you do something wrong, your parents gonna get on you. Yeah. My mom didn't even get on me for that. Like at all. Like she was just like she was like, it's that person's fault. It wasn't even my she didn't even blame me. Mm -hmm. But I still like, no, it has to be me. Like yeah. this is weird. Like it's my fault. So all the like she accused me of a lot of different stuff. She was just like I'm not going to get into what, like, what it was, but she was basically accused me of a lot of different stuff. And then um, she had, like, tried to use another girl and stuff like that, like, to blackmail another girl just to get at me. It was just a lot of stuff. And then eventually she tried to pull up to my house to, like, yeah, like, it was, she tried to, she tried to, I don't know, she tried to straighten me out, quote, unquote, with, she brought her guy or whatever, trying to straighten yeah. me out or whatever. But, um, yeah, so after that, she obviously, I had one of my, I had my, um, I don't know if it was my stepdad or my mom answer the door, but obviously she she put on her little facade like, hey, da -da. Yeah. but I saw her like I was literally watching in the window. I saw her come up. I saw what she was. I was like, nah, like, yeah, yeah. but again, it's just like, again, like it's people can really switch on you. And 
I feel like this world is definitely like a very nasty place. Like there's yeah. going to be bad. Um, there's going to be f- things that are your fault. There's going to be things that are not your fault. But um, let's talk about because again, this has kind of been like a little heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I wanted to say something real. Yeah, yeah. me too. I had yeah. something I wanted. Oh yeah, to because you, I don't want to take it off the heavy. Nah, yeah, me either. Fat, fat, fat. Yeah. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, so I was actually going to say, and I wanted to, I'm so glad you said that because I wanted to talk about that too. Um, I think I had an unhealthy way of coping with stuff for a while um, because my whole life I was looked at as like Jada, the positive person. Um, I never wanted to allow myself to just like sit in sadness, uh, like before, like, so I always tried to avoid it. And so even like, um, like a couple years ago, I don't know, maybe like three, four years ago. No, I don't know. It was some years ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know I was living in Atlanta. Maybe I had been living here for a year, but it was on Valentine's day and I had got uh, sexually assaulted. Mm. And I remember like. I had to go to the hospital. They had to do like a, I don't know if you could say certain words on uh, YouTube, a sexual assault kit. And um, I remember like feeling so sad. And I don't know. It was like I probably was sad for like a couple of days, like just stayed in bed, didn't do anything. And I remember thinking like, I don't like feeling like this. And my family was calling me, like, trying to check up on me because I don't have any family here. And I remember, like, I was just like, well, I'm just going to, like, basically, like, sweep this under the rug. Like, I was like, I don't want to deal with it. Like, I didn't want to be sad because I didn't like being sad. And so I was like, I'm just going to, like, move on. But last year... I realized that that's been my issue. Like, I wasn't dealing with stuff. And so it was just, like, a constant, like, well, I'm just going to move on. And I feel like sometimes we tell people, like, oh, something happened to you, just move on. Mm -hmm. But you don't know, like, how that actually can affect the person. Like, not saying you should be stuck on something, but it's, like, it's more so, like, deal with what you're feeling and then move on. And I wasn't dealing with anything, so it was just, like... Yeah, like that's I I feel like I coped with things in an unhealthy way for real. Yeah. I would say like you like parts of your story I relate to but from a different like angle of mm-hmm. how, why I relate to it. So like just always being like angry since I like was a child, like I was just always like angry in school like getting in trouble with teachers and like fighting and like just different stuff like that was unnecessary had I yeah. like realize before that okay like like you said like in every every scenario it can't just be the other person it can't just be and my mom like when i would get in trouble with teachers it's like so you mean to tell me like nobody like you didn't do anything they're just always calling me home because like they're just always calling me because it's them it's yep. them like they're trying to put something on you and i i just never took like self accountability of like my own actions at that time and so it just started to form a habit of consistent anger consistently lashing out on people for no reason like being rude to people being nasty and so like now in like my story of who i currently am it's like 
I can be like the victim in some areas, but you have been the victim in passing other people's stories. Yep. So don't like, don't like portray like as if like, oh, like everything has happened to me. Like, no, mm, like, yeah. so like with my childhood, like I just, I was like angry and I, I guess I was like looking for attention over time of just like from my mom. Cause like, it was just like, my stepdad has been in my life since I was like two. And so it's just like, he's been in my life since I was, I was two. Like, I remember like writing on the, the door, like, and, and this can sometimes happens in a lot of situations where you have a step parent and like, y'all may not clap, like y'all may not, you know, go well together as yeah. soon as y'all connect. Like, I remember writing on the door, like, get away from my mom. Like, yeah. I don't want you around. Like I wrote that on the door and went to my aunt house and like, why like he he was just like angry about it and it was like my mom she was like mad because she was like why would you like why would you write something like that yeah um yeah. and she was like he's here for you he's been in my life since i was two so it's like why would you write and this was around the time when i was like six or seven but i was just angry at like the world everything was everybody else's fault everything was this person's fault everything was the next person's fault like and like my father like i don't know like it it took a toll on me of the fact that and this is not to like paint him out as a bad guy because this happened over like years ago. But he like used to abuse my mom <laughs> and yeah. like yeah. like he would pick me up sometimes and like he would like we would come back and he would like literally like abuse my mom, you know, before like once once he drops me back off, like even yeah. even while she was pregnant, like he like like strangled her mm-hmm. almost to the point where she almost yeah. died. Mm. while i was like while i was in her her stomach and it's like it's like it's just like stuff like that like that bothers me because it's like i'll like see like that anger in me and i'll be like don't don't be that person don't be that person to to other people don't be that person to women respect women like facts you know like you see that you see the reflection yourself when i look in the mirror i have to i would have to like fight myself like fight my like my my pride and my flesh and like tame myself of like don't be the person to like always like that that's why i got into like boxing and like different things like that to like let go of that stress because my aunt even said like you know like both me and my um my biological dad have a like temper problem and so like i've learned to like deal with it better but like when i was a kid it was really like affecting everything like just always gone off like always like angry like i got kicked out of school like how how you said yeah. like i i got kicked out of school and still when i went to a charter school i still was the the, problem. Was the problem in the know? situation like i still was getting in trouble <laughs> even my my teacher like my after school teacher she even like like the person who i am now i feel like that's who she saw me as yeah before. like she just she saw me as that but she saw a shield in front of me like you're trying to you know protect yourself from the world that's why you're acting like this and she said you don't like she helped me and looked at me like you don't always have to have have your guard up all the time like yeah. you don't always have to be you know the like have your guard up be defensive like be on go to like you know get at people and different things like that like and yeah, just like watching watching my dad like, you know, do that. Um and we never spoke about it and like I used to hold this resentment towards him as like this is like this this is what you did and you know, I can't forgive you for that. But yeah. what my stepdad has taught me to learn is like whatever th- them two had going on, that's between them. And so you only get one mom, you only get one dad, so why not just like facts. Uh, why not just like either let it go like you know, and just grow from it because it's only going to hold you back. 
It's only going to keep you in that space of the past. It's not going to, you're not going to be able to move forward because you're so stuck on, this is what happened. This is what my, my dad did. This is what, you know, different people, um, like this is like, I'm always the victim in the story. Like you're always going to play victim. You're always going to feel like the world is beating me down. The world is doing this. And so that's like what I started to deal with as I started like getting older. Like, I'm like, why all of this is still like following me, like the mm-hmm. anger, the like the spazzing out on people and stuff like that. Like, why is it why is it like following me everywhere? I Everywhere I go, even in high school, like in high school, I started to calm down like way more. I didn't get in no fights in high school. I like my freshman year, I had good grades and all that. But I noticed my temper is still like terrible. Yeah. And like, yeah, I was just going through the uh, rough patch and like it just dragged for years of just like self-sabotaging like just constantly self-sabotaging and the question that he he asks of like how zell asks of how you like deal with it i deal with it through like multiple ways that was like is it was like really messing me up so like eating like eating unnecessary uh, uh, like feeding yourself terrible stuff for no reason like yeah. just like w- like just doing like a porn addiction yeah <laughs> and that's that's real that part, yeah. that's real like a porn addiction because like you and it can even be a sex addiction like yeah. just like and i never said that that's crazy like just like having those addictions mm-hmm. that like you keep falling into it because like you're trying to like cover up this mask of right. it yeah, yeah like you're, you're trying, trying to fill the void every time every time you start to get that feeling every time things start to go good you want to mess it up Yep. Every time things start to go good, you want to like tear it down. Every time you have a great a great relationship right in front of you, you want to like break it, uh, break it apart. You want to look for the mm. bad in that person, and all they're trying to do is be there for because you. Because the equilibrium that you're used to is negative. Yeah. So when you get positive, it's like I gotta get back to where I'm used yeah. to. Yeah. It's like I don't trust this. Like this is yep. not what I'm used to. This is not what I know. So like, yeah, like I, yeah. You yourself back down to that low place every time, and and you want to sit there. And just yes. sit there in it the whole yes, time. Yes, yes. And like towards the year of like no towards the year of last year, I realized that like I can no longer sit here from 2019 all the way up until now, just like self-sabotaging myself, yep. constantly doing these things to like keep like keep doing things that'll that'll like that's filling a void that's not even like it's not doing anything for you. It hasn't yep. it been hasn't doing anything for you. And like you gotta just get through it you gotta face it now you gotta learn to communicate you gotta learn to speak up and like you gotta like look past it you can't keep just oh my dad wasn't in my life you can't keep oh like every time something go wrong i'm gonna eat it away every time something go wrong i'm gonna you know get indulge in sex i'm gonna indulge in porn i'm gonna do all that stuff like you can't keep indulging in that stuff and expecting a new result it's gonna it's not gonna change you have to change for yourself you have to want to change because some people they'll sit there at the age of and i'm glad that we're able to look at ourselves now and know what we need to work on because some people they'll look at themselves they'll be 30 40 and up and they'll look and be like oh my mom did this to me your mom did that when she was when you were six why are you still holding on to that now yeah oh like multiple decades pass and you're still holding on to it and you have to let it go like facts at at some point you can't keep blaming your mom you can't keep blaming your dad you have to deal with that problem on your own it's now your problem hey y'all it's jada your favorite couture fashion designer and i know you're really enjoying this episode but before you keep watching i have to tell you 
you need to go and check us out on all streaming platforms. Make sure you go follow us right now on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And make sure you go and get this merch. It look good, don't it? It look good, right? Okay, it can look good on you too. So make sure you go and get the merch, follow us, and now you can continue the episode. You're now old enough to handle it on your own. And so, yeah, like those are a few ways that I like dealt with it and like the things that were like reoccurring for me the whole time. What y'all say is so funny because like the biggest problem between like, like, like what you just said, like we're not going to skip over, like you got sexually assaulted. Like women deal with that. And that's like, as a guy, as like a man, you're supposed to literally be able to protect women. You're supposed to again take care of them because we have a responsibility for that. Like as a as a guy, if we're stronger, obviously biologically, all that stuff, we're we have a right and we have a responsibility to take care of our women. And the fact that whoever that guy is, we're not going to say who it was, but the fact that he didn't do that is up utmost of disrespect to you, right? So that's what most there's a lot of women that are dealing with that and they're probably watching this right now and they feel different experiences of that whether it's like sexually whether it's like a might us something small but at the end of the day all of it's still again sexual assault at the end of the day and like you said like did like i feel like the biggest thing for like us as men is like or like boys and we see our father stuff like that it's like yo if you hurt our mom and we it's like and then it's like it sucks because it's like yo I can't do anything about it yet. Yeah, it's a rage. It's like for you. you just want, but you can't. But now it's like, and then until you release that, you just it's something about that. Like, cause again, like I can't say that like my stepdad was actually like he was really good at my mom. Like again, he's had his you know he all, has his things that he needs to work yeah, on. But all, all yeah, people do. Right. But he my never like touched well. it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he never like. I can never say that he did that. I say my biological dad, I don't know. But all I know is he was in a position where like he kind of, when I was a couple months old, he had left my mom and like my mom had to figure that out on her own. And she had to, you know, she literally had to work three jobs just to put me, she tried to, she didn't even have to, but she put me in private school, all that stuff. So like, I definitely get that. Like, yo, like, why weren't you, I've always had this question. Like, why weren't you there? Why didn't you do this? Like, like all of my siblings, except for like two, um, we don't have the same mom. Even though my littlest sister, we didn't have the same mom. Like that, I don't even want to get into how she was even conceived. But like again, that was not the best way either. But I say like in terms of we're talking about coping, right? And I'd say like because for me it was like the biggest. I feel like the biggest thing for me was I was going through. It wasn't like a big thing that happened, but it was a collection of multiple different things that I didn't fix that came back to me at once and I had to deal with it. And then from there, it was just like, yeah, this is, I'm about to end this. Like literally got to a point where it was like, I was feeling really suicidal. I think this was, this was during a period when I had, it was a, it was a fight that I got into that I didn't start. Like I didn't, I didn't start the fight, but no, this is what happened. I had got, I did, I got in trouble and that was my fault. And I had gotten, my parents sent me to school with, some shoes or whatever like basically you know they send you with the dress shoes and all mm-hmm. that stuff you get made fun of they join you all that stuff and there was one kid he was like joning on me but he was also like hitting on me and stuff like that and he started everything and i already knew if i if because everybody they already got an eye on me like hey if he gets yeah. in a fight it's me so i didn't do anything i was just like yo like let me step back and he threw like so now i got into a position where he was doing most of the aggression and i was just like all right bet i'm going back so that I lost. He got to. He got in school suspension. I got actual suspended. Mm-hmm. 
Like, so he started the fight. He was joining me, picking on me, all that stuff. He started the fight. He started everything. And I got suspended for, I think, like a couple of days. And he got, sus- like, in school suspension. And he went back to class next yeah. day. Yeah. But he started everything. So I was just like, so that was the one, like, one time, like, all right, bet. I didn't even start this. But at the same time, I still got to deal with the backlash here in school, at home, et cetera, then come back. And then guess what? When I had to go back, they still sent me to school with the same shoes. Yeah. So it was like, I got to go through the same thing I just went through last week yeah. over and over and over again. They said I had to do it for like, I think, a, I think a month or something like that. So I'm like, I got to do this every single day for like a month. So I literally ended up, I just went on the stage at my uh, old middle school and I literally stayed there the whole day for like, I was telling you like a whole day for like, a minute mm-hmm. like until they saw my grade my grade started slipping like and stuff like that but i stayed on the stage and i just never went to class like when all the students went out for lunch and stuff like that and they left i would be like one i would literally get off the stage go to try to get some food and then from there get back to the stage i'm like i'm not going to class because i already know what's going to happen yeah. and i was kind of sitting with myself and my thoughts on that stage for like a while because I had a plenty of time to think about all the bad stuff so it was just it started with my sister and I just started going through like relapsing all the bad stuff and then I just had to I got to a breaking point it was very 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 bad but I think my coping what I did was um my healthy cope was wrestling that was my healthy cope um when I started wrestling that was the hardest that was the hardest best thing that's ever happened to me because the one thing that I wasn't good at was accountability. Um, I wasn't, I was not good at accountability at all. And with wrestling, like with football, basketball, volleyball, you know, those sports where he has a team, there's other people you can blame. But when you step on that mat, you shake hands with your opponent and the match starts. If you, whoever wins is, it's they, they won. Mm-hmm. So it's not no debate. It's not no, you can't blame. You literally can't blame anyone except yourself in that, in right. that situation. So you have to take, it forces you to take accountability. So if you miss weight, if you gotta, like, if you gotta run or you gotta drop some pounds or if you gotta work out or yeah. if you gotta do something, you have to, it's literally on you to do it. But I took out all my anger and like my first year I went to regionals. Like the first year, I, I didn't even know what I was doing, but I went to regionals because I was a, I was very adamant about, all right, everything, because I didn't take out, because I had therapy after, like, I was suicidal and stuff like that, but that didn't help. It just, they, they, because I didn't talk, I didn't, I still had, I didn't tell them, I didn't tell them everything. Yeah, heck no. We never, like, I don't trust you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know you, I don't trust you, so I'm not going to tell you everything. So I was still bottling up inside, but I just felt a different way, found a different way of masking like what I'm going through just to make everybody else feel good. So they didn't give me a hard time Mm -hmm. to add to it. Mm -hmm. So basically it was like, I was close to breaking, but the thing that was going to make it break was other people. So I said, bet I'm going to make sure everybody else is good and they're not going to force me to break. So, but when I got to wrestling, it made me face all that stuff. Like I had a lot of crying nights, had a lot of just emotional moments, just wrestling in general. And I literally, I, I had made it to regionals at that point. Um, but it just, it felt so good just throwing, like, and I could leg, like, I could legally do it. It's like, I can, I'm not going to jail. Like, I can legally <laughs> throw people and, but I will also get beat up. So, like, and I had to fight. So, like, even, like, and I, everything was, like, relating to me. Like, all right, even if I was getting pinned down or even if I was about to lose, it's like, the other like and it's, it's funny because like my coach said this and this is what kind of made me really emotional like if you're fighting somebody out there you're fighting yourself 
You're not yeah. fighting the opponent because again, it's a technique thing. It's like making sure that you're in your own head, making sure you're doing what you need to do. So yeah. when I looked at it like that, I said, I'm fighting myself right now and I'm losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that hit me. So I was like, I need to win. So yeah. my whole thing was that's. I feel like that's what made me really good at it because yeah. I was like, I don't want to lose to myself. You gotta beat your own. Mind. I gotta beat and my own. Mind. Did they have the timer? Oh yeah, they had a timer. Yeah, because you I, say I, six I minutes, it was two minutes, boxing. three minute rounds. Yeah, bro, and it was. It seemed quick. But when you're when you in there, in there and you it's throw like, it, it's not, it's not. You look you at the time, it's like, bro, it's still bro, not it's done. It's still not like, done. Like, yeah, because you, because you're literally like, it's one thing you lift and wait, but like you're literally trying to force someone to do something that they are literally trying to force you to do the opposite. Right. Yeah. Like, and they're your weight. So like, you're, they're your weight. And now you're trying to get them to do a certain thing, especially if you're like doing throws, if you're trying to shoot on them and literally pick them up, throw them, all that stuff. Like, it takes a lot of energy yeah. and you still have to have technique and skill. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's just yeah. So to, I had to do that. I I want to answer your questions. So. Yeah. Um. So when I look back, right. Um. I had two ways of coping for two different seasons in my life. Right. One season. Right. Thank you. Was an unhealthy way. So like I said previously, I didn't have a relationship with my mom. Yeah. Um. I remember her being in my childhood, like around daycare years. I remember I was going to the store. I would spend a night with her or whatever. Yeah. But after that, like, elementary school and on, like, I just wouldn't see her anymore, right? Yeah. And so I feel like that kind of put a wound in me, mm-hmm. you know, seeing everybody with their mom and stuff like that and not being able to have that own mommy-daughter relationship. Fact. And I used to, like, just be so hurt that I couldn't do anything about this. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do to have – this relationship with her because I just can't. Yeah. So I feel like, and now that I look back, I feel like I would subconsciously push people away. Mm. So I feel like since my Mm. mom was far away from me and I couldn't do anything about that. Anytime I'm hurt, I'm like, okay, she's distant and I can't do anything about this. So now whenever I'm in this friendship, and I feel hurt. I push you away. Because yeah. now you're distant. Now I don't have to talk to you. Mm. Which affect then affected my communication skills. Right? Yeah. So pushing people away instead of. Um, and, and even if I look back in like middle school, high school. I would have so many on and off friendships. Yeah. On and off friendships. Mm. And it's because I, I keep pushing them away. Every time they do something, I'm pushing them away, pushing them away. But now I realize internally it was because of the wound with me and my mom, right? Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I dealt with. And then I remember, like, last year, I, I struggled really bad with anxiety, like, really bad. Um, I don't know where it came from, but it was just a really dark season of, like, overthinking and yeah. spiraling thoughts. And yeah. you don't belong. You can't do this. Even Talk when I would that. get in the room, I, like networking events, it's just all these thoughts in my mind. You yeah. don't belong here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't do this. You're not talented. You're dumb. You, And it's just like all these thoughts are spiraling in my mind. And this has gone on for like months. And so now it's like I'm kind of walking in like a dark season. And then it's like I'm keeping it to myself at the same time. Yeah. So now when I'm talking to people, it's like I'm not really – talk connecting with them as yeah. much because I'm dealing with something but I don't want to tell you mm. right and I don't want to yeah. 
I don't want to be vulnerable and let you know that I'm going through this. So I'm going to just act like it. But surface level, you can tell something's not right with me. Yeah. Like, even me just being in my room all day, like, you know what I'm saying? I would have so many breakdowns with me just running to the closet, praying and crying. Like, Bruh. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Journaling. And it's like the enemy was just in my mind so much, telling me so many lies that I was believing. And it was really like, like it felt like a dark cloud was literally over me. Yeah. Everywhere I went, everything I did, it's like this dark cloud with, with, and it's like the rain is just negative words. Yeah. And it's like I'm, I'm soaking in the rain. You can't even no. believe the positive word. Yeah. 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 So now it's like, okay, boom, this person's being positive. Now I'm mad. Like, why are you so positive? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong? Now. My grandma trying to show me love, but why are you trying to show me love right now? Yeah. You know, it's like, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I have all this darkness inside of me, mm -hmm. and I don't know how to let it go. Like, And it would be the littlest things, bro. And in this season of my life, it would be the littlest thing, and my mind would just blow it up. Yep. And mm. now, like, this person said, like, say somebody said a little joke. My mind blows Bruh. it up. Mm. Oh, so now this is what you're yep. saying about me? And now I'm mad at you. No, nah, now we can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. my mind in this season, like, I was just so sensitive about everything. everything. And I didn't understand why I still don't understand. Well, I feel like I went through that so God can make my mindset stronger. Not, yeah. mm -hmm. Because I didn't know I was weak in that area. So now I know mm -hmm. I was weak and now it's stronger now. Um, but in that season of like just walking with a dark cloud over me, I would journal. Like journaling really helped me because it's like in the moment you feel all these emotions and yeah. your thoughts are spiraling. You write it out, right? Take a nap. Come back. Bro, I was tripping. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was tripping. What am I writing about? Yeah. And then even if it's like me praying to God and, um, like, worshiping, like, I would just worship and just tell God, give God my weight, right? And, like, even with that, like, it would help. But then it's like, then it's like, I am go back and, like, I got the weight off of me, but now I go to sleep next day. And now I feel the weight the again. Same the same way. Yeah. It's kind of like how I remember when we were at that first call we were on and I said, your thoughts never stop. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like the enemy never stops. Like, yeah. he's going to keep trying until he wears you out. Yeah. And bro, yeah. it's always going to be around a time where your breakthrough is near. Yeah. yeah. He's going to try so hard to break you down when you're when he sees you're close to something that God has for you. Yeah. It's almost like a test. Like if you can't get through this, then will yeah. you be able to do, handle do what God's about this. to give to you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the Bible with the Israelites, they were in the wilderness for God. God didn't want them to be in the, in the wilderness for as long as they were. They were like in the wilderness for like 40 years or something like yeah. that. I don't yeah. really remember. But that wasn't God's plan for them. Yeah. Hmm. All. That wasn't God's plan for them, you know? So, yeah, bro. We can't. Yeah. Like, I realized I can't be so, like, I can't be so in my mind about things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes it's really not that serious. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it's really not that serious. And yeah. it's my emotions that's really just blowing us out of proportion. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, oh. you want to go? Oh, you could go. All right. Go so, ahead. like, one thing, like, what y'all saying, like, what you said about, like, how we both said about like living you can't couldn't see past that moment of yeah. where you currently were i don't know like at one point i was like just like do it like just you know do that yeah. and i'm like 
I don't know. Something always in the back of my mind was subconsciously telling me like, don't. Because when, when you get past this, watch it. You're gonna be able to help other people. Watch yeah. you're gonna be able to tell your story. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna impact other people. So it's like, Facts. don't do that. Because if you do it, then that just like that stops everything. Mm. That stops everything. Facts. That stops right where you are. That's gonna stop everything. And you you haven't healed. You haven't you know dealt with the problems with your dad. You haven't dealt with the problems with yourself. You haven't dealt with the addictions that you have yeah. and different things like that. And so like even the negative and the sh like stress and anxiety, like everything was like. Like you said, like your your grandma, I'm like my stepdad, my mom. Like every time they try to show me love, I'm like, bro, like what are you doing? Like, yeah, that, I'm, I'm not feeling that. Or like, you don't even get a break to like just have a good day. As soon as you start right. having a good day, it's like you wake up and it's already feeling like like hell. Like, mm. dang, like here we go again. Like I gotta get Ooh, past another 24 sad. hours. Right. Yeah, just sad. Just oh. like. Fear, like, in fear, like, just, like, bro, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't, I can't get out this space. I can't get out of this mi mindset. And, like, at, remember, Yanni, when we started the accountability book club, I was, like, something is telling me to, like, fast. Because I was, like, at this point, it's, like, don't go into another year doing, like, doing this to yourself, beating yourself down, telling yourself, like, you're nothing, telling yourself, like, you're not worth anything, telling yourself, like, you don't deserve what you have, telling yourself, like, you know, you're not as talented as the next person. That's, right. like, something that you, you said that you dealt with as well. Yeah. Like, telling yourself all of these lies and they start to amplify in your mind and you start to live that reality, like you said, like, mm -hmm. live that reality of this is my life. This is what I have to deal with and I can't get out of it. Like, it's just, it stops right here. Yeah. And we just got to have to rock it out. And when I did that fast, it really put me in the mindset of, are you really going to stick to it? Mm -hmm. Are you going to stick to it? Or are you going to, as soon as something happens, as soon as you start feeling stress, anxiety, as soon as you start feeling like tense in your body and like these negative thoughts, are you going to fight it off? Or are you just going to let it pull you right back in where you were right. and that where you've been at? Yeah. And, so, and something I realized is that like now I know how the enemy moves, right? Yeah. He tries to plant a lie, and and I, I say that I feel like I say this all the time, but he plants a lie, and it's based on us if we water it or not, right? Mm. So us watering that lie is believing it, mm -hmm. right? So now I know that whenever I get a lie or I get a thought that doesn't sound like something God would say to me, I cut it off. Like yeah. the Bible says to cast down high thoughts, right? So mm -hmm. now I know, okay, this is not a thought of God. This is not something God would say to me. This isn't beneficial to me. This this thought is telling me I'm dumb. This thought is mm -hmm. telling me I'm not worthy. This thought's telling me I can or I don't equal. No, this is a lie. So, boom, what does the Bible say? Okay, boom, I made you. God said he made us in the image of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I can't be dumb. You yeah. can't I can't be. be. You can't. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to water that lie because I know I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a temporary, like, a belief system that we have towards a negative idea. Mm -hmm. And to answer, like, your question, you was like, well, why couldn't we see past, like, our age? And why mm -hmm. we push ourselves to that suicidal point? I think suicide is... Suicide is not just a oh I'm gonna wake up and then just yeah like off my it's never it's never that it's like something either really bad happened all at once or something happened gradually over a period of time and then from there it just it's a build up it's just it's a build up but like um for like everybody that's like again like everybody that's listening to this and you're trying to figure out like okay well how can I visualize overcoming this issue look at it this way um you know how to get the analogy um it's like basically driving. And 
the reason we can't like if you're driving a car right and it's raining outside the reason you can only see so far if your window's clear if it's not then you there's only going to be so much you can see and then from there you start slowing down until eventually you stop because you can't go any further because you literally can't see anything so suicide represents stopping because there's nothing we can't see anything ahead mm-hmm. so we stop where we are because we can't move forward because logically in our head we've told ourselves we can't go forward instead of figuring out a solution on how to clear up the windows and then from there it's literally the windshield wipers so what are what are what windshield wipers do you have in your life and what settings do you have them on to get yourself to a place where you can clear up all the stuff because again the rain's gonna come but like the way that i cope with it for me was again wrestling so when I had, again, a lot of rain and all that stuff was pouring down on me, I said, wrestle. I said, wrestle, 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 wrestle. And I would get it off my view. And then from there, it gave me enough time before the storm passed mm. to realize, okay, bet. I took accountability for myself for through wrestling for this long, mm. a.k.a. I turned my windshield wipers on for this long. I drove through this rain for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour. And now the weather's uh, passed. Now the storm is clear. Now everything is... Now I can see everything clearly, but that's because you essentially got all that stuff out of your way so you can see it. Because, again, mm-hmm. the storm is going to come, but it's also going to pass. But we don't see that because we're mm-hmm. so stuck in all the negative yeah. things that's building up right there yeah. instead of getting rid of it. But it's not that we can't get rid of it. We're just getting rid of it with the wrong thing. Because yeah. like, if we put the windshield wipers on once, like speed one, if there's five speeds and we put it on speed one and it p- rain's pouring down, that's mm-hmm. not going to be enough to get rid of the rain for us yeah. to be able to see. We have to turn it on a higher setting, but we don't know how to get it to that higher setting, which is why we kind of pull back a little bit. Right. We don't yeah. really know. So like, what solution would you say like we can all give to somebody in our specific situations? Like, like what, are we, what we specifically went through, what way can we essentially use the highest setting windshield wiper to get the negative rain off of our car so we can drive through the storm for me i just i'd say focus on what god says you know i'm always going to take it back to the bible yeah um i'd say say look and see what god says the bible says that in hard times hard times produce endurance mm-hmm. right so it may be really hard right now, but it's making you stronger, right? And also, I know that every season, like, everything doesn't last. Nothing lasts forever. Yeah. Like, there's a season for everything. So even in my darkest moments, I look back and I couldn't see how I would make it out. I couldn't see how it would work out. I couldn't see, but it ended up working out. Every yep. hard season that we've had in our life ended up working out, right? Yeah. So that's what I would say. Um, I would say it's so much stuff I wanted to add. <laughs> keep going. No, 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 keep going. Matter of fact, yeah, we, this is we we can um, let this one be a longer one. Answer like, the question and yeah. then add, add what you have to Facts, say. On. Yeah. Um. Well, part of my answer really ties into the question, but um, I want to say I feel like it's really important to unpack. Mm. Yeah. Um, that was like a key thing for me, like realizing that there was a bunch of stuff that I wasn't dealing with. And so that kind of, okay, like how you mentioned, like journaling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I had to like sit down and really like question myself, like ask myself the hard questions that I've been avoiding for like years um, and really see like, how do I feel about this? Okay, well, why do you feel like that? Why are you hurt by that? Right, yeah. 
well, where did that come from? Like, mm. and I literally will continue to break that down, like, till I get to the root, basically. Like, that's what I think uh, we have to do is get to the root of why do you feel um, what you are feeling? And then after that, you have to figure out, well, how am I going to move past it? And so I feel like what helped me move past things um, was basically starting to, like, probably, uh I actually heard this somewhere else and I was like, this is so crazy because this is the same thing I did, but it sounds so simple, but me actually getting like a routine, uh, helped a a lot, like developing a routine of consistency, but not just like random stuff, like consistently doing the things that pour into me, um, that uh, it was another word I was looking for, but what did you say pour into me? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, like literally like focusing on the things that I'm grateful for. Um, I like to talk about that all the time, but like focus on the things that I'm grateful for, uh, making it a priority to like really get to know, uh, really get to know God, like really develop a relationship with God. Um, even like how you mentioned fasting and stuff like that mm-hmm. is so good for you. Like getting a clear mind to really see like what you uh, not only what you're feeling and what you're dealing with, but what does God want you, want for you? What is that next step he wants for you? Yeah. Um. And so, like, reading, um, like, books, but also, like, making sure I'm reading the Bible, prayer, meditation. And so doing these things on, like, a daily basis, um, it basically created, like, a solid foundation for me. Yeah. And so when those thoughts did come up, I had something to to anchor on to like we basically have to reprogram ourselves Thanks. right like you have to reprogram your mind if you are so used to uh being sad that's like a learned habit that's something right. that's ingrained in you mm-hmm. and so you literally have to reprogram yourself um and i feel like that's one of the hardest things you could do sometimes to really change your mind reprogram your mind to change your way of thinking and going from one belief to a new belief um i feel like it takes for real work and like consistency at that. So I feel like that is some of the main things um, that has helped me. And even um, it was something else you said about, I think you said something about people would ask you how you felt. Yeah. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to tell them like there was something wrong. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Um, I was like one of the type of people that was suffering silence. Um, Nope. Because I feel like I had to just be happy. Yeah. Or like be happy, Jada, or whatever. Yeah, the persona, the yeah. facade that you had to keep up. And yep. so um, I remember even like at one point, uh, this was a few years ago, like maybe two and a half years ago or so, something like that. But I, like, stuff was so bad for me financially. Um, and I didn't even have like money for food, so I didn't even want to ask like for help. Like uh, I yep. didn't want to tell people like I'm struggling. I really need help right now. Um, and just like with different things in my life, I feel like I never want to be like I'm struggling. Like I really need help right now. I really need someone there right now. Um, and so I think opening up to your community as well yeah. is like something that is super helpful but for whatever you decide to do um i feel like the main thing is being consistent at it um like how you like 
like you you refer to uh, scriptures um which pull you out of that uh, like pull you out of these dark places but if you were to just read those scriptures once a month <laughs> or once every two yep. months that's not going to do nothing Literally, for you yeah. because how you have already been programmed how your mind has been mm. programmed is like to the sadness and the negative mm. thoughts you know yeah and so it's just like you literally have to say i am going to try every single day to whatever it is i'm going to do to help prioritize like my my mental my emotions all of that like i'm going to stick to it every single day and so yeah bro it's literally a battle yeah like, it is, the Bible it is. Says, a battle a war we, in your mind yeah for we, real, re- for real. we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against yep. principalities powers and rulers of the unseen world against spiritual wickedness in high places like these problems we're dealing with are in the spiritual yeah. realm like yeah. Yeah. that's why when i felt a dark cloud it's no dark cloud, but it's in the spiritual realm. Yeah, it it's the so enemy. Heavy, yeah. There's not an actual dark cloud above you, but Same. you think there is. Exactly. Yeah. It's the enemy. Like, it's it's in the spirit, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And I feel like that's why I always re- re- go back to the Bible because I'm like, to fight things in the spirit, you're going to need spiritual tools. Yes. Yeah. So, so if you want to fight the darkness, which is in the spirit, if you want to fight that depression, that anxiety, mm-hmm. use the weapon God gave you, the word of God, because mm-hmm. that's where the truth is at. Yeah. And then you can, boom, and it's going to take work. Like, it's not, like I said. It's not easy. Like I said, um, I would pray, and the feeling would go off of me, but then it would come back. So it's yeah. a work in progress, but you have to continually work at it as if you're literally in war, because we yes. are. Um, yeah. That reminds me of, like, it was like a revelation, realization that I had, uh, I think, sometime last year. But that's why it also talks about, like, like in the Word, it talks about, like, uh, pray without ceasing. Yes. Like, yes. in prayer. I realized, like, with anything we have to say connected to God, um, like, and, like, with anything, like, say, like, with whatever you want for your life, for healing, like, um, when you're fighting these battles, you are literally like what's going to get you through that is staying like connected to God. Um, yeah. And so it's just like you have to know how to do that, you know, mm-hmm. um, or like work on that work. Like it literally takes work to to remain connected to God. Like uh, my, uh, a pastor that I used to follow, um, he used to use the like he would use an example when he talks about like phone chargers. Yeah. Um, And he was like. You can't just charge up your phone like I was on 100 percent and think like you're good. Like you could just go forever without like recharging it. Like um, God represents our source. Like God, God is what charges us up. And so you have to continuously go back. Continuously. Yes. Like charge, uh, like recharge, plug into your source, because if you only charge your phone, once every month or whatever, right. you're going to have a dead phone most of the exactly. month. So you have to continually, continuously plug into your source mm-hmm. um, and just try and remain connected to God to get you through whatever you're trying to go through to improve your life, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So, And yeah. then also to go back to talk about spiritual warfare, it's important we don't use the wrong tools yeah. Yeah. when we're battling. Like Trey said, like Trey said, he said, <laughs> okay, um, sorry, I was laughing at something. 
But um, <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at Trace. I was laughing at Trace face. I was laughing at Trace face. But um, like like Trace said, he said. <laughs> Sorry, this is the wrong moment to laugh, bro. I feel like I know she's laughing at, but okay, okay, snap out of it. Okay, um, like, okay, so like you were saying, Trey, Mm -hmm. (laughs) go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Go ahead. Next person at this point, I I gotta get myself together. One more thing I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, as far as like, I wanted to talk about voice uh, or like trying to fill the void. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You made me laugh. Y'all need to be being serious, bro. Come on. Y'all Let's talk about Okay look Alright look No I have something important I had to say bro The enemy will not Take this from me exactly. So what I had to say was um, So like we were talking About spirit <laughs> About spiritual warfare Right Like you <laughs> What face are you making Shay like bro Yo Go ahead, bro, go ahead, Lord, go ahead. I gotta get this out of me bro Be straight face Look you got it I'm gonna go talk to you At this point Cause I can't look over there Alright Like we were talking About spiritual warfare Right Yeah so Trey was saying how um he wrote he used tools like he he was um um porn, right? Yes. Porn yeah. was so so listen all bro, of that stuff. We gotta make sure we're not using the wrong tools when we're battling. Mm. Listen, 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 listen. Talk using the me. wrong tools while you're battling things in his spirit is like going to war with a target foam sword. Yeah. Yeah. It's Phone fake. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna it's help fake. You. It's flimsy. It's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're trying to take down something that's not gonna yeah. truly it's take it down. Protection. It's gonna fill that mm. void temporarily, but eventually you're gonna need more of it, yeah. more of it. And then it's like you're you're feeding a beast, yeah. right? Even the even the like like the eating thing, like exactly. it was like it was like I'm not even hungry, bro. But it's just but like still doing it. It's just like you just you feeling a certain way. You feeling overwhelmed. You feeling stressed. You feeling this anxiety. So let me feel like fill this void quickly. Let me fill this void quickly and let me like it, it got to a point of last year where I was just like I don't even because the the way that like depression occurred was from the past trauma from like moving like just moving drastically and then even like just from from like I. Like you said, the boxing. Yeah. I mean, the wrestling. Yeah. Mine's was boxing. I, I <laughs> got into boxing to, like, to push that that energy somewhere else. Yeah. And to put it into to use. When I, like, when I boxed, I was, like, thrilled. Like, it made me feel like, I don't know. Like, it just made me feel a certain yeah. way. Like, you alive. Yeah, yeah. like, I yeah. feel feud and, like. Even just fighting in the ring, like you gotta stay in the ring unless you want to get laid out. Like unless you want to get laid you out, you gotta yeah. stay in the ring and you gotta like not focus on the time. Focus on on you. And when I say focus on you, yes, there's another person in front of you, but really yeah. you're fighting your own mind. You're, you're fighting, fighting your own battle. Yeah. You gotta keep like you gotta stay. It's mind over matter when you're in that ring and when you're fighting that person. You're yeah. not fighting them. You're fighting yourself. You're trying to make sure that you you're like moving your head. You're ducking your head and you're like pivoting and getting around the ring and all of that stuff. So like when I was doing the, the overeating, the porn addiction, the different stuff like that, like even like the, like pushing my family away. Like I don't want to be around y'all closing my door, locking my door. I used to do that a lot. Like whenever stuff get overwhelming, I lock my door. I don't want to talk to anyone. And so like, that was just a thing of me, like 
me just like trying to get through it, like trying to figure out a way that. But it, like you said, it wasn't. It doesn't really help you. It doesn't, it doesn't help. do anything it's a for fake you. Sword. It's a fake sword, and it's and like a real battle. A real battle, and yeah. like that that dark cloud. I felt the same exact way. The negative thoughts. The like, bro. Like I can't, and I can't even like pull pull myself to like cry about it anymore because I'm just grateful that I did yeah. get through it. Yeah. Like yeah. this is now. I feel like this year is the breakthrough of like. Yeah getting past all of that and sharing that with people because it's not something that i'm going through no more it's not something that i feel like i have got over whenever something like whenever i start feeling like a bad day i'm like i'm wiping like i'm knocking that off like that that can't stay on me that can't stay in my in my my vision i know there's a bigger goal towards where i'm going so i can't just sit here and think about like oh this like you know like this thought is coming back up in my head if it's coming back up in my head let me write it down real quick yeah. so that i can see like all right you had this thought and then what triggered you in that moment like what occurred that day or in that moment for you to start thinking that way like why Facts. is it that 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 thought why is that thought coming back up in in you like figure out your your triggers figure out like what is triggering you each time what is triggering you what is triggering me to watch porn what is triggering me to yeah. eat uh eat every time like stuff get overwhelming what happened why are you mm. why are you overwhelmed because nine times out of ten there's a consistent pattern when you're yeah. going through stuff no, like there's that. always a consistent Absolutely. pattern always a consistent yeah. pattern when you're going through stuff like that so you have to see what triggers you you have to write it down journal it i literally have my journal i didn't um bring it in like it's outside but yeah. i have wrote every day i literally looked at the book and like Every day was almost it felt like it felt like I was reliving the same day every single day. Like mm. it felt like the same exact day, twenty four hours straight. It felt like I was yeah. living the same exact day over and over. I'm having a bad day. This happened. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed. Mm. I like I, I'm not fulfilling orders. I'm self sabotaging business relationships and different things like that. Like mm. I'm just doing everything to like tear myself down when I really should be building myself up. Yeah. I deserve this. I deserve to be in this position. I deserve to attain these things that. that that I have and I'm not going to let something in my past to dictate my future. I can't let yeah. that happen because that's like, that's not a part of me. That doesn't align with where I'm trying to go. That doesn't align with Facts. who I am now. Like I can't, the the future i'm at the past is the past i can't change it but i can dictate my future and determine of where i'm heading so i'm not yeah. gonna let something that happened in the past that i can't change but i can remember you can forgive but you can't forget like you can you know you can block it out you can like put it on sweep it under the rug but it's always gonna come back up unless you cut the root of it unless you get to the root of it it's always gonna remain there so you have to figure out those triggers you have to figure out like what is it that is bothering me so I can get past this so I can face it on my own? Like that that's what I've learned is to face things head on. Yep. Don't stare away from it. Face it head on and move forward with it. Yeah, you definitely gotta do that. Like even with the voids and stuff like that. Um like <laughs> it's it's so interesting because like again, I like to be analytical too. Like I journal like a lot, like man <laughs> yeah. like i just break it down because like with me like again like because if i mess up i know it's my fault so i'm trying to figure out what's the root cause of it like um essentially messing me up pretty much like because again like porn was my problem too and then now recently it was like you know just sex and stuff like that like i thought 
it was filling a void but in reality it was just like self-gratification it was quick gratification like the reason like and like to everybody listening like the reason we say journal like you might be like well why do i have to journal why do i have to i didn't like journaling at one point like i was yeah. just like why am i it's writing really this stuff down yeah. it's really Very. helpful but like here's the reason like why it's helpful because again like we have to think logically about it. Why is journaling helpful? Because we're breaking down the root of the issue that we're going through. Mm-hmm. We're writing it out. We it's can clearly visually see right. and we're processing yep. everything. Right. So, exactly. and we're cutting off everyone yeah. else. Like, like you just said, like, Hey, because like the situation with your mom, you, you kept her distant. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but when you journal to yourself, you didn't keep yourself distant because you have to live with yourself every day. Right. Yeah. So when you're distancing from everybody else, that's fine, but at least talk to yourself about it. Yeah. And not only that, I feel like, uh, when you journal, that gives you the opportunity to say the things that you may not feel strong enough that's to say. To say. To people. Mm. And so it allows you to be at least vulnerable with yourself, like honest with yourself mm. in that moment. And so I feel like that's another reason, like why it's really helpful. That's true. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're able to, we go, we have so many thoughts in a day. I got to do this. I got to accomplish this. I got to, you know, I got to show love to my mom. I got to do this. Like we have so <laughs> many thoughts in a day. Like, and it's like, if you just keep it all in your mind, your mind is cramming. Yeah. You're trying to figure out what do I focus on? Like, where am I going to focus? Ooh, when you write it down, you, you're you able to see exactly what you need to focus yeah. on. It's decluttering mm. your mind. It's it's your uh, trash yeah. can. Like, exactly. say we got a, a trash can on your on your laptop mm. and it, you declutter everything in order to free up that space on your laptop or your, your desktop. Like, you're doing that when you journal. You're mm. decluttering mm. your mind. You're, you feel like I feel a relief yeah. once I write every little thing down that's bothering mm. me. Every little thing I'm proud of. I love myself. I'm proud of myself for doing this. I appreciate yeah. myself for, you know, showing up. If you show, if you put in small in- increments of effort, that's what matters most. It's not about achieving this big goal. Yeah. All at once, <laughs> like Facts. it's not about achieving this big yeah. goal. All at once, you have to do it in small pieces. Mm-hmm. You have the same amount of time you've been sitting there depressed. The same amount of time you've been overeating, having a porn addiction. That's crazy because I didn't even know you were. De- we dealing with the, the same, same thing. thing we didn't talk about that. it. Yeah, you have as well. That's crazy. <laughs> and we all sitting sitting here in front of each other. But the fact that we're brave enough to speak on it, this is freeing somebody else because yeah. okay. some a lot of times we do things in the dark that we're afraid to put. Yeah. In the forefront and share with people yeah, right. who maybe can't dealing talk about with the it. same exact thing. Yeah. 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 It's hard to talk about that stuff. Like, um, you but the thing is, stuff we go through isn't new. Like, there's nothing new under the sun. So, what I'm we're saying. going through, somebody else probably dealing with this. Just like now, everybody's listening to this is going through the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then also, what you were talking about, um, writing, writing stuff out, journaling, it's like and decluttering your mind right Mm -hmm. it's like throwing up in a trash can and seeing i didn't know that was in there that's how writing it out is Mm. so you write it out come back later and you're saying wait a minute there's a pattern here wait a minute this is the problem this is the root you know that's how that's what i realized for myself journaling you can see things that you won't notice if you just keep it in your mind you're not telling nobody you're just keeping it to yourself your mind's yeah. not meant to do that like you're some i think somebody it was a psychologist that said like your mind is meant to um process information not meant to retain it mm-hmm. so that's why i was supposed to like like even billionaires i was listening i listened to affirmations stuff like that and motivational things and there was this one billionaire he said um my problem is not 
the amount of opportunities in the world. It's the problem of time and mm-hmm. implementing all the ideas because there's so many that I can do, but I can't retain them all. Right. So I just pick one thing and I focus on it. Cause so like even with journaling, we're documenting everything because we're, our brain is not meant to retain all of it. We're supposed yeah. to literally go process it, put it down on paper and then go back to it. And then from there we start processing it yeah. from there because yeah. again, like you said, when you wake up, it's a new day of pain and a new day of like struggle that you have to go through. So you have to document what that is like. And it's funny because like, um, I was telling like I, I didn't tell anybody about it. Um, Jada, you were the first person I told about it um, in terms of like what I was going through. But I the only reason I, I don't even know why I was transparent with you about it. But I don't know. I just didn't think you would like abuse that knowledge yeah. and stuff like that. So I was just like, OK, bet. Um and every and you know you are vulnerable about your situation as well. So um, I thought you would you know kind of get it in terms of be, the shame behind it, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's very shameful. Like um, like the feeling is shameful in itself, but like the reason behind it is not shameful. The reason we're doing it again, like there's always a reason why. Like we're trying to fill a void, or we're trying to feel something inside of us that we don't already have, right? right? Like I I like. Certain there's certain people like I just I start understanding that some of the stuff that's like some rappers and stuff like that and even certain people go through in terms of when it comes to relationships and intimacy and just that um what's it called that level of like because we're just chasing yeah so like soul tie like the the love you feel for that person or like even like the love the energy you're giving off like mm-hmm. that stuff is like powerful but like the reason we're doing it is because there's like a quick dopamine release we can right. get yeah. to give us that quick feeling of good but then right after like slowly after it's just like shame yeah. but even at the same time remember we, at the um the place that we went to the yeah. vegan place yeah yeah when we went there you were like we had made a, a quick little joke like oh like you fall asleep after you you fall asleep yeah right after release, yeah and it's like but that's not it's not funny that's because not fun, it's really yeah. something that you yeah. deal with Facts. but we make jokes out of it because we wouldn't up Why front can't say how we saying it right now we don't want to talk about yeah. it because we'll make a joke about it but we won't take it seriously like th- that's a real conversation like you really got to talk about your stuff if there's something that you're going through or there's a void that you have mm-hmm. we got to talk about it more because i didn't even know that you were going through that like yeah. i didn't because like every because i was putting like um I was being, I was holding everything in like there. I didn't tell nobody nothing when it came to trading, when it came to nothing. like <laughs> nothing, business, yeah. everything. Cause I, there was always this persona or facade that I had to create. And if you saw through that, I feel like I wouldn't be loved anymore. I feel like I wouldn't get the same amount of treatment, respect, all that stuff. Right. I wouldn't that, yeah. get respect. I wouldn't feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel value because again, like I got like, even when it came to teaching, like when I came to trading, the people I was te- it was so funny because the people I was teaching was getting better results than I was yeah. mm-hmm. and it was and I felt kind of a way about that so I had to like I literally started lying and saying oh I was making da 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 even though I wasn't mm-hmm. but because I was getting the value for them mm-hmm. it was like the gratification I that got lying from, part yeah because yeah. I want to look a certain way I'd rather like I'm f- more focused on how I look than how I am yeah and that's we we care about that so much as kids because and I feel like the reason we deal with that as kids is because again like as a like when we have the child parent thing right yeah 
our parents are the people we're trying to get validation from typically. It's like, so we're seeking validation from an yeah. external force. And if we don't get it, we need it from somewhere. So yeah. we reach to these easily accessible things like fast food, like porn, like uh, sex, like uh, getting into bad relationships, like social media, social just media, posting a picture and you trying to like, you're trying to get likes to get appreciation, just to get appreciation because you can't get that from home. Like again, like all of that stuff is just filling a void that we haven't dealt with. And, all of it's mental. But yeah. like the the hardest fight you can do, and I feel like it's so funny because even with wrestling being like the hardest sport, it wasn't hard physically. Right. It was hard mentally. mentally. Because I had to literally mentally fight. Like it, it, it even I had to literally tell myself going into a situation that I thought, oh, I would lose or this would be a bad situation, I still had to fight against the negative thoughts that I had towards the situation and still do it. Mm -hmm. Like I still had to take accountability that I still had to fight. I still had to get through it and it's going to be a fight. Like yeah. I even like, again, like you're not, always, we're not always going to be perfect. We're not always going to have um, it all together. You know, have it all together. Yeah. Like you're going to like, we're kids, we're young, right. we're teenagers. We're supposed to mess up. Yeah. That's literally saying like, enjoy being a kid. Yeah. Because again, like you can make those mistakes. It's okay. Yeah. Like I think er what everybody needs to know, like even from all of our situations, like we got really dark, like kind of dark and a little bit deep, but like the one a thing, a lot deep, a lot deep. And also the other stuff, like we talked about just like porn and stuff like that, but like yeah. smoking, drinking, Some drinking. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. That stuff, yeah. yeah. Different yeah. people all going out to the club. Yeah. You don't want to face your own reality. So it's like, you're going out to these clubs, these bars, every single night just to escape when yeah. i went to the club yeah, like, the first time i went to the club miami wait, I'm, actually i can't say that now you telling that yourself but no it was a, it was a, it was an 18 up club the club <laughs> the 18 remember we was in uh what was it miami there was no club in miami remember we when we went to what's it called the thing the conference I wasn't there. there. Was like, no there was a club. <laughs> we went to like we went to what, what was that bar or club or something like that. We oh, all went. Yes, yeah. Where we yes, we went there. Was a, okay, there that was, was the like first a, time. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, that okay. was the first time I ever been in like a club. It was playing music and stuff like that. And I was just looking at everybody. I'm like, all these people are escaping something. Yeah, everybody. I really yes, that it's like what are That's you trying to escape? Crazy. Because like I was looking at the it, prices yeah. of drinks. And the, then just the, the energy, money throwing, throwing and stuff. Yeah. Like, what are you avoiding? Everybody is, it felt like that. Like, everyone is escaping something. Bro, that's literally, like, that's why I don't like going to the clubs. Because when I go there, that'd be my mind. Like, that's what I think. Like, I feel like everyone here is just trying to escape something. They're not celebrating. Like, no one's not even really enjoying themselves. And everything is just, like, for show. So yeah. you can feel validated. Like, oh, I got these bottles. I got these girls in my section. Or for the girls, like, oh, like, I look good. All these dudes paying attention to me. Or, oh, look at my life. It's so fun. Even though I am literally dying inside. Yeah. Or even though my life really sucks right now. Yeah. But I'm about to make it seem like yeah. my life is so great right now. Yes. We're putting Drake a put it on a song, um, Sandra's Rose, I believe. He was yeah. saying, like, how, like, a girl will take a few pictures at a, on vacation and then post them like months later that make yep. it seem like yeah. as just to if, make like, it seem like yeah, th like just to put on a facade for people and make it seem like you're okay and you can't you even talk seem to present. them it's like mm -hmm. you're not really okay you're not. hurt inside too you hurt just like the rest of the world yep. you got problems just like the rest of the world and the one thing that i will say um about just like depression and all of that stuff as a whole it never comes a day where like everything is perfect yeah, there's always going to be something that you have to like fight against yeah. and like and not saying it has to be fought against in a hard way, even like you said, of just like 
having God in your corner and like he's he's helping you get through this. He's helping you in a positive way get through it. You're not looking at it like, oh, here we go again. Like the world is beating me down. Yeah. Like you're always going to have something that like you have to fight against. It's just about how you react to it, how you handle it. And that's what's going to like yeah. keep you pushing forward. If you yeah. just sit sit there and like sit in it, you stop. It's a standstill and you're, and you're going to be stuck in that phase and that one dimension for, for until you're ready to get out of it. That's Brother, true. Um, something else that you had said uh, earlier mm-hmm. um, and you talked about like baby steps. Oh, you talked about baby steps and I feel like journaling can be that baby step because I'm thinking about for the people who are like really, really low, it's, it can be so hard to take that first step. Yeah. Um, and I think just writing out how you feel could be a great first step for yeah. a lot of people. I feel like it's uh, one of the easiest things we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like start there. So I just wanted to like add that. Like, that's true. I think that's like a good starting point for people to like pull yourself uh, out of these situations. It's just just to start writing it down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This was a this has been a really good conversation. Yes, like and I and I and to pay everybody watching again, like if some of this stuff related to you, like again, like it's not to say like, oh yeah, we're going through the same thing. It's like, all right, bet we're going through the same thing, but like how can we fix it? Let's yeah. work like, yeah. how can we work towards here, it. Like strong, like Facts. stronger than we were before, mm-hmm. uh, because we all made it to the other side of everything that we were dealing with. And so yeah. I feel like um this just reminded me of this quote. But I feel like sometimes it's easy for people to think like, woe is me or my life sucks so much and it's just my life. Yeah. Um, but you're not just the only person going through it. Like everybody is dealing with life. Um, but you have to focus on like recovering, like bouncing back from that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and thinking go rich. It's the black version. They said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> The difference between um, people who are successful, uh, well, the, yeah, they stopped talking about there's the difference between the people that are successful and the people that are failures. And they were like, um, they did a survey, and the successful people just went through just as much bad, sad, terrible, depressing stuff as the failures did. They said some even worse, you know? Mm-hmm. But the difference was... Uh, the successful people learned how to deal with it and they pushed past it. And so that's what we, what we have to keep in mind. And I know that could be so much like it's easier said than done. done Cause it really, really, really takes work. Like I know how it feels to wake up and automatically be sad. Like Mm, wake up and you're just reminded of everything (laughs) that's on your plate right now. Yeah. You remember who you are. And so I know how that feels, but like you have these people here, us, what's going on family listen we are all in the communication business did you know you can lose a deal or not get the promotion simply because you said something incorrectly and you just don't seem confident or you don't sound like an authority when you're writing i'm telling you grammar is important i have something for you okay it's called grammarly Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions help you communicate confidently and reframe your words to be more positive and productive so your team gets on the same page and projects get done on time. So listen, I am not the best speller. I'm not, I'm going to be honest. I talk, I talk good, but when it comes to writing an email or something like that, I know something's going to be spelled wrong. So I use Grammarly so that when they receive the email, I look brilliant. I look like a genius. Listen, Grammarly Premium's tone suggestions 
Take your writing to the next level, keeping you professional as you balance being direct and friendly while finding solutions with your team. Plus, Grammarly has a ton of other great features, advanced spelling, grammar, punctuation, and conciseness suggestions, okay? To ensure your writing is professional, mistake-free, and clear, okay? Listen, the right tone can move any project forward when you get it just right with Grammarly, okay? Go to Grammarly.com forward slash tone to download and learn more about Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions, okay? That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash tone, T-O-N-E. I've all been through really sucky things, um, and we're no special, no more special than the next person, yeah. right? So if we are able to, like, get through those situations, then I know that the people out there are able to, too. Yeah, and also, yeah. I, would, I would say a good tactic for getting through hard times is focusing on what's going right, focusing on what you're yes. thankful mm. for. Like, Consciously. Even in the book of Genesis, um, the snake made Eve focus on what she didn't. Yeah. Mm. And she had the whole garden to herself. Mm-hmm. She was she the first, first woman. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot. She forgot about all that she had. Yeah, was focusing on this one fruit that she couldn't have, right? Yeah, and I feel like that's sometimes what we do subconsciously. We focus so much on what's going wrong, when it's like we're okay, but we're healthy. Okay, but we have working limbs. Okay, but we have this. Okay, but we have our fit. You know, it's it's gonna be something that's in our life that's hard to deal with, but God's not gonna just place you in a hard season with nothing good in your life to help you push through. Yeah. So I would say um, focusing and being more intentional on um, the good around you can definitely help you push through. Because there's right. two sides of everything. Like there's <clears throat> good can't exist without bad. Um, bad can't exist without good. So it's literally 50-50. You choose what you want to focus on. And I will say this. Negativity is so much easier to focus on than positive yes. mm-hmm. because of so much of it. It is. We talked about Our that with the easy. music, all of that. It's yeah. easier to w- listen to like the bad music than Bruh. listen to the good music. Like, because we, because we, the, and the reason, actually, matter of fact, I lie. Negativity is not easier to listen to than positive. It's just we consciously like and when we say conscious and unconscious, like to simplify what those words mean, conscious is like actively mm-hmm. and then unconscious is automatic. Right. So yeah. first you actively do something and then it becomes an automatic habit. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we are actively being negative or we're actively thinking of negative things or we're actively doing this and we do it for a longer period of time, it becomes unconscious. Mm-hmm. So therefore, now it's an automatic thing. Right. So we're automatically negative. We're automatically doing this. So now since we're automatically doing one specific thing, it's going to be very, very, very hard to do the opposite. Right. That's why positivity is so hard, because, again, the world is auto- and constantly, consistently pushing a negative agenda. Right. You right. Have to like even right. Like even your, different things. Yeah. Because yeah. even like there's simple things like, again, like we have so many different things like sexism, racism. There's so many different yeah. like ways that we try to condemn each other democrat republican like do you like do y'all really think like think about this too and someone said this too i was thinking about this in the thing um and even jay-z was talking about it like he's a billionaire when he walks in the rooms with other billionaires do you think they look at him and they're like ah dang he's black i don't want to sit with him 
He's made a billion dollars. They don't care. They, they don't talk about none of that stuff. Well, they're gonna yeah. figure. They're gonna ask for him. Network yeah. with him. It's not gonna be no opposing sides. It's not gonna be no opposition. It's not gonna be no. Oh, who who do you like? Wh- like what are like? They don't. They're not gonna ask that. They just know. Hey, I know what it took for you to get here. So mm-hmm. I have a genuine re- level of respect for you. Even if I we don't have the same values. Even if we don't have the same background. Right. Even if we weren't from the same place. I still respect you as a human being because I know where you came from. We're in the same right. room, and there's no opposition whatsoever. Right. But because of where we are and with social media, we're just exposed to negative things constantly, consistently. And then from there, we're like, all right, bet there has to be some type of opposition. Like the fact that we didn't even we're all pretty much going through the exact same thing. and We still haven't talked about it until now shows go literally goes to show that, hey, we're trapped in this matrix or this facade that oh everything is negative and I'm the only one that has to deal with it and we have to do it by ourselves yeah. literally the reason we think we have to do it by ourselves is because that's just negative programming yeah. by your, why, why, no one ever does anything great by themselves a war is never done good by yourself right. like like most matter of fact Bruce Lee all these different people you see like warriors they're like oh they're fighting off all these people by themselves no he had a sensei he, had, he was taught by right. somebody like mm-hmm. there's always somebody else connected to the reason why you're able to get to your next destination right. or your next place in life so never just do it by yourself so even if you are quote unquote by yourself talk to god journal yeah. like all these little things you can do like don't yeah. stay in that place Especially yeah your mind and your emotions it's yeah, gonna take work though and everybody think it's gonna be easy like you gotta like it's gonna be hard like yeah. it's hard now the the one thing i'll say of like how we all didn't know we like experienced the same thing every day like we walk outside and we put on a mask and we put on a, mm. something that will make people what you said of something that will make people believe I'm this person. Like when I walk out the door, this is who I am. This is who I reside with. And like, you can't tell me anything else because I know what I do, but I'm presenting to you what I want you to know. You, who yeah. you are when you're alone, that is who you is at your core. Like when you are alone, who you are at your like, that's who you are at your core when you're alone, when you're spending that alone time. And so you have to be. If you can't be a transparent with the world, you have to at least start be with transparent being transparent with yourself, with yourself and yeah. God yeah. and being like, I, I deal with this. Yes, accountability. Accountability right. for yourself, though. Self-awareness. Yeah. You have to be like, this is what I deal with. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I struggle with. I struggle with, you know, smoking every day. Like this I've seen some from. friends like literally say like, I'm tired of smoking. Like I can't even function as myself. Like I've seen like friends say that, like I'm done smoking. I can't even function as myself. I'm like, I'm done doing this. I'm done doing that. Like you have to be transparent with yourself and you have to stick with it or else like you're just going to fall right back into that rabbit hole. It's like, you have to consistently do the work. Anything that you like, anything that is worth attaining, anything that is worth like getting it, requires hard work it, it requires, requires you to yeah. put in the effort if you yeah. want the easy stuff like i can i can't easily eat unhealthy but Facts. i gotta pay more in order to eat vegan food i gotta pay more in order to eat healthy fruits and stuff and it's still those nutrients within my body like right. i have to do that i have to put in a little more effort than it takes to even like listening to a sad song even like you know mm. like not to use route wave because i mess with him but like just, you know like that's who our our person is in the day and age of like depression like even i'm thinking of like biggie like he said something in a a song like he was like when i die something f it i want to go to hell because i'm a piece of 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, like he said that, and it's like that song is so dark. It's so <laughs> like dark. don't listen to that kind of stuff to put yourself in a what more deeper hold. Yeah. Like feed your mind with the positive. The same effort you're putting in to feed the negative, feed yourself with the positive as well. Yes. And I was just, oh yeah, you go, go I ahead, Jada. Quick, I was gonna yeah. say there's a scripture that says, uh, like, put your mind on like what's good, pure, honest, true. Mm, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking mm, about. Yeah. yeah, I don't know by word for word, but yeah, like. We really are supposed to keep our mind on what's good, what's honest, what's pure, mm-hmm. what's true, and what's right. Uh, because when we focus on the other things, that's the stuff that pulls us down, you know? Yeah. Right. You, I was just, uh, I was just going to say, um, because, like, when we say, oh, you got to do the hard stuff, it seems very unattractive. Um, and it was, it's very unattractive to me, too. But, like, when you think about it like this, too, um, just giving another analogy, like, if, if I were to give you a billion dollars right there, would you be happy? Like, would you genuinely mm. be happy about it? Mm. Right? You got a billion dollars now. Easy. Boom. Snap your fingers. You didn't have to work for it. Nothing. You have a billion dollars. Would that fulfill you? No tax. You probably be no tax. No, no tax return. No nothing. Boom. You could buy whatever you want. You now have access to everything you want. Right? Mm-hmm. You're most likely going. You're probably. You, you might be like, yeah, for now. But at the same time, after you buy all that stuff, guess what? You now bought the world. Now what? Mm. You didn't earn. And that the thing is that there's a beauty in earning something yeah. like if i wrestled and i just went against let's say for example i was just going against like seven-year-old kids and it's just like that's easy to beat them like uh, duh, duh. it's no there's no fulfillment there's no work that i had to do it wasn't hard it wasn't difficult so there was no struggle that i had to actually go through so there's no meaning behind it mm-hmm. right there's a the reason why like even like for example like like and even everybody goes to this stuff even if you're rich like if you're rich and you already have money right you don't have to necessarily work for it. So guess what? You might try to spend all this money and stuff like that. But guess what? All you might want from your parents is just love. Yeah. So even though you have all the money, guess what? You can't buy love. You can't do that. So, but if you're poor, it's like, dang, all I want is money. All I want is money. When re- reality, what you have, you have a community, you have love, you have friends, you have people you can build with. You can start from the bottom. And now when you actually make it to the top, guess what? It's worthwhile. Yeah. Right. So like, there's always two sides of it, but like, we all have the decision to focus on what's good and what's bad. Yeah. And it's a conscious decision whether or not we want to do that or not. And mm-hmm. sometimes it has to be hard, but you have to think about it like, hey, if it was easy, I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. So the fact that it is hard, the fact that I'm still standing, the fact that literally all of us are here talking about this right now is an testament to say we've been through some hard I didn't have to say it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 But like we've been through a lot of stuff and the fact that we're still here, like like I literally look and want to drop, drop a tear because it's like the, we're still here. Like and we literally, we I didn't even see myself getting past this age, but now not only am I going to get past this age, but I'm literally going to double, triple, quadruple my age, and I'm also going to build something amazing. Yeah. But not mm. because I didn't go through that stuff; it's because I've been through that stuff, but now I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I kind of want to go back to what you were saying, and also you were saying it earlier, Sean, yeah. on how it's it's easier to do what's not good for you yeah and it's hard to do what's good for you right yeah like working out is good for you but it's not easy Mm -hmm. right you know and i feel like that's because of our flesh our flesh doesn't care about us right yeah Yeah. our flesh that's why the why the bible says we have to die to our flesh daily Mm. because god wants to us to live a healthy life you know what i'm saying yeah and he knows that this flesh only cares about itself our flesh only cares about how it can feel good right now yeah it wants to feel good right now it doesn't care about that's why it's hard to delay gratification 
because we want to feel good right now. But that's why we have to be stronger than our flesh to say, okay, my flesh wants this right now, but I know in my mind and in my spirit that if I wait or if I keep going, if I keep pushing through, then it's going to be a better side to that if yeah. I wait. That's true. But yeah, this was a good episode. Right, this is a great episode. Episode. This is Let's keep winning. Like Let's keep facts. evolving every day. Like Don't sit in one place. Like You're meant to grow. It's okay to grow from what you've experienced it's okay to grow from the pains that like you know have wounded you but as long as you know that like there's like what's the correct phrase of like there's breath in your lungs like yeah as long as you know that there's breath in your lungs you got another 24 hours by the grace of god to yeah. like get another opportunity that's what i say to myself every day I, like thank you god for giving me the grace yep. and the opportunity of these next 24 yeah. hours to like make things right for myself like achieve yeah. what i want to achieve and set out what i'm yeah. set out to do yeah and i want to leave everybody um with one more thing i feel like everyone should know that there is and you made me think of this when you were talking but there is fulfillment and healing um there's fulfillment like instead of trying to be fulfilled um by like the the wrong things all the stuff that we've talked about like you're trying to be fulfilled by relationships by by sex by money by all of this stuff um instead of looking to be fulfilled by by those things like doing that hard work like you mentioned um and then going through that process of overcoming that's where you will find like true like fulfillment and contentment yeah. so mm. yeah. yeah that's, that's good. good i say um just it's going to be like negativity is going to be an unconscious habit for you Mm -hmm. but you have to make it you have to create a new habit of positivity like even for me um like we've said in previous episodes like i'll be on y'all like Mm -hmm. on all of y'all because it's like i see not only i see the greatness in you already know there's greatness and i already know i see it literally it's it's like i I don't see it in you i see it's happening Mm -hmm. but you just don't see it's happening yeah so like all the stuff that i'm telling you guys is the stuff that i don't like so that's my form of journaling Mm -hmm. like the way like the reason i be going y'all so much is because it's like there's certain things that i haven't done for myself and it's like all right bet i want y'all to do it too like i want y'all to be successful i want y'all to put Mm -hmm. this work in i want y'all to build this i want y'all to create this and i know you guys can do it because i know that i can do it but i don't believe in myself Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna be that person to tell you that hey i believe in you let's do it I would set a deadline. Let's get this thing done. Let's build this thing out because I know you can and I know you will because I want to make sure you do it. So like you have to be actively doing the hard stuff consistently. And then after a while, I promise you, it will become unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. And... I'm going to close us off with Let's, a word. Uh, close us off with a word. Yeah. Wait, I'm not, yeah. I got one more you thing to say. Guys. One more thing, <laughs> bro. Say, yeah, say, drop that bar. We were talking about, um, like, suicide, right? Yeah. Bro, no matter how dark your your life may look right now, keep pushing through. The Bible says, walk by faith, not by sight. So your eyes, all your eyes can see is what's going wrong right now. Mm-hmm. But God is telling you through faith that it's going to work out for your good. So don't give up. Don't let all the negativity consume you, make you feel like it's never going to work out. Because I promise you, I know how it feels. And I know that one day you will overcome through the grace of God. So don't give up. 
Um, but yeah, let's close. This, time. Oh. this was a good y'all. Thanks for watching. Yes, um, thanks for watching. Make sure y'all tune back in at the next episode. Facts. Yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.